Hello and welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary, Season 5, Episode 24, for Saturday the 24th of June 2023. Coming up this week, I'm reviewing what got finished in quarter two of this year. I'll be previewing some of what I'll be up to in quarter three. And I have a couple of items of catch-up news to share to bring you up to date with what's happening in my writing life. And we'll start with that catch-up news first of all. Book one of my trilogy has now had its final pre-arc pass by me. I finished it on Saturday the 17th of June. So that's sitting there in vellum, fully updated, edited. It's as good as I can make it. And the final pass is going to be to ARC readers. It's feeling tight and on track to me now. So we really, we could release it like that, but it just needs that final reader overview just to make sure I haven't missed anything or perhaps not explain something properly, whatever it is, whatever the ARC readers spot on that now. I can tell you that Morecambe Bay Trilogy 1 was rejected by BookBub, so I've now tried my 12 pack of thrillers once again, that time's come round again, you have to wait a month until you can submit the book, so I'm just rotating them at the moment, but this is the one, this is the one I really would like to be selected, I'd like this one to be selected because it's a gateway to, to various things. And I think it will shift by the bucket load if that gets a book bub. But of course, they've got to accept me first. So they really don't, for some reason, want to accept that 12 pack. So we'll try it again and we'll just keep going with book bub. I did touch on this in the last episode, but I'll give you full details of this now because I've entered two times Crave Books promos. One of these is a list builder. It's called the Thriller and Suspense List Building Giveaway, June 2023. And this takes place between the 22nd of June and the 7th of July. It costs me $55 and the $50 is to take part in the giveaway. And the extra $5, I can't remember what it's for now, but it gives you extra prominence somewhere. So I, that they give you all sorts of upsells with Crave Books. It's very well organized, actually. I took one of those upsells because I thought it was worthwhile. So $55 is the cost of that. And that is entirely list building. And I'm using, now you see her as my, my list building bait, if you want, for that particular giveaway. When I entered that, and I've told you about that one already, they offer you a 10% discount if you take part in a in a, another giveaway, you know, another promo. So with the 10% discount, it cost me $21.60 for a second giveaway, which is for now you see her. That's giving that book away for free. So two promos with now you see her. Who knows how well they'll go? I'll let you know when those promos have run, but it's completely new to me. Cravebooks is very well organized. All sorts of, it's worth signing up just to have a look at it actually. All sorts of uh, little extras that you can buy, all sorts of things that they offer you. Uh, primarily I'm interested for list building, but um, I just want to see what it does really, and how useful it is as a promo site. Now we've got a little bit of time slip going on with this because you're going to be listening to this on the 24th of June and I'm recording this episode before that date and you're not going to hear from me uh, sort of in real time until the final episode of this podcast season. It gets complicated doesn't it? So I will tell you what I'm planning to do next week and then I'll tell you whether I actually got it done when I come back after SPS Live and all of that. So so next week, what I'm planning to do is my final pre-arc edit of book two. I'll fit that in within the week. I'm running an M Sport 
five-kilometre race on Wednesday. Now, M Sport, I, I don't really know all the technicals with this, but it's very fast cars doing racing. Um, it's not something that I follow, but we have a, uh, an, a place called M Sport, which is sort of big for racing cars, and they have a racing track and things there. And uh, we've reported it on the radio, but I've never, I've never been there to have a look at it. And I'm not, you know, I'm not massively, other than in a passing interest, interested in racing cars. But because they've got a, a race there, they're raising money for charity, a 5K, and the the race is round the track. And uh, because you're actually at M Sport, you'll get to see various cars and things on display. I thought, right, I'll have a bit of that. that that's really interesting. So I'm going ready for the interest and the run. So that's happening on Wednesday. And then we're going back up to Glasgow again on Thursday because I got some of these uh, recording tickets. Uh, so I got more tickets from the BBC. And we're going to watch the recording of a radio programme, something called Breaking the News which is broadcast on BBC Radio Scotland. I have it in my podcast feed every week. It's just one of these news, uh, very, very sort of Scottish-based, which is actually quite refreshing because most things on the BBC are London-based. Um, so the humour is very, very Scottish, which which I like. And uh, so we're going to see Breaking the News being recorded on Thursday. Uh, and also I've got a visit to the dentist next week as, as well. So that's pretty well the shape of the week. Work-wise, it's going to be getting that pre-arc edit of book two out of the way. I want that out of the way because Claire's going to give me book three. Um, I think it's a, a, around the 1st of July, sometime around there, the beginning of July. So I want book two out of the way. So I'm clear to give book three my final work over. And then by the end of July, that'll be done and dusted. And we then can start thinking about releasing to, to art readers. So uh, that's what's going to be taking place in the next week then. So that's my kind of catch-up news. And by the time um, you listen to this, of course, SPS Live will have come and gone. And I'll let you know all about that in next week's episode. So it's really weird for me recording this and, and sort of being in, in two time frames at the moment. But, you know, it'll all work out in the wash, I suppose. The main purpose of this episode, and I'm, I'm doing this episode probably a week earlier than I normally would, mainly because I'm away at SPS Live, I'm away at my mum's, not going to have a chance to record anything. So this it seemed sensible to do the quarter two, quarter three review for this episode, and then to, to bring everything to a close in next week's final episode of season five. So in quarter two then, what got achieved? Well, I finished writing book three of my trilogy. I edited books two and three, I will have edited uh, by the end of the month, edited books two and three a couple of times. I final edited book one. I have recorded and released episodes 12 to 24 of this podcast. I have run park runs uh, 139 to 150, so I'm now at 150 park runs. The next t-shirt I get, this is all gamified with park run, the two t-shirts I'm after, I'm after my 100 volunteer, which I should get in October of this year, and I'm after my 250 runs. So I'm now at 150 runs. That's about two years worth of running. So I'll get my 250 t-shirt, which is a rather nice green. I'll get that in my 60th year. That's what I'm aiming for. I managed this quarter to run eight times at the Nature Reserve. I've managed to keep up my stretching and weights exercises. I've done that 20 times in this quarter, which is roughly two times a week. I have run, I call these my free runs. I've run 
I've had uh, 20 free runs, and the free runs are basically, I beg your pardon, 25 free runs. The free runs are when I go out with my club, usually on a Tuesday and Wednesday. I do alternate these depending on whether I've had other runs elsewhere, uh, or I run on the treadmill. But I've had 25 free runs in this quarter. And also I've done some special runs, the sort of runs that you do, or races I should call them really, where you get a medal. So in this quarter, I did a race to the castle 10k, the Three Bridges 10k, a Morecambe 10k, Father's Day 10k, the Carlisle Triathlon Group uh, 10k, the M Sport 5k, which I've just mentioned to you, and the Sport in Action 5k. So loads and loads of, of exercise and running. Uh, this quarter unfortunately it's not reflected uh, when I jump on the scales because I keep eating the food but I always think to myself well imagine what the weight would be if you weren't doing all this running so I've also uh, had two park run tourisms we've run in Rotterdam and we've run in Lincoln Lincoln while I've been with my mum and in terms of travel in this quarter we've traveled to Hull to Rotterdam to Glasgow twice to Glasgow and to Lincolnshire so plenty of travel and a little bit of foreign travel in there as well. Now there's a couple of things that I did that are just uh, personal things. So I told you that we got the wills updated and completed. Uh, what else have we done? Uh, I had to do some uh, various taxes that I've had to do. I've got all those done in the background. Uh, my mum came to visit. I got myself a new reading chair. Uh, I've got, we just we just got a nice reading chair in the corner there so that it's nice and comfortable. Rather than me reading at my desk, I've got a nice reading chair to read in. And also, I went to see uh, Martin Kemp, uh, the DJ live, and this was part of my, my DJ training because I wanted to uh, you know, see how somebody who's a, a, he's a bit older than me, but my kind of age, who specialises in 80s discos and performances, I just wanted to see what he's doing, so that obviously when I'm learning how to do my DJ stuff, I can emulate that and uh, bring my kind of knowledge and experience up to date. So that was the purpose of that. And then finally, on my, my, the big list that I've got on my board, I wanted to order my ebook covers for the trilogy, and of course, I got that done. There are a few things that I didn't get done. These are just ongoing. I've got the marked as ongoing on my board. So I've told you that I'd like to get one of my nonfiction books uh, AI narrated. So that didn't get done. I'd like to get my Morecambe Bay books into libraries. That didn't get done. Um, I have put here to get my trilogy on pre-sale. That hasn't been done yet. I've just knocked the dates over just to make it a little bit more relaxing. But I've got pl plenty of time to do all of this, of course. Um, I had hoped to put my wide books on BorrowBox. Now, they're listed on BorrowBox. I'm pretty sure of it through Draft the Digital. But I was just listening to something. I was either listening to something that John Croncher said or reading something that John Croncher had posted about BorrowBox being available in libraries. And I need to, to check that through to make sure they are listed because I'm not entirely sure they're available. But, but they should be through Draft the Digital. But I haven't got around to doing that either yet. And in terms of training, I, uh, the training that I wanted to cover is the dream author training, which is Sophie Hanna. Uh, Robin Sharma, who is the guy I like for kind of mindset training. I really like Robin's stuff. Uh, did, didn't really get a lot of Robin's stuff done. I have worked through the dream author webinars, but not really the training. I've also purchased a DJing course, which I've started to, to work through in dribs and drabs. The big failure really was the Amazon ads training. Haven't really made any progress with that. And I'd also bought some Jericho writers training, which again, I haven't made any progress with it. So you'll see here 
where the bottleneck is at the moment in in what I'm doing in that I've got lots of training that I want to do and it's simply not getting done and the reason for that is is obviously we're away having lots of fun which is great and that's how I want it to be uh, but also really writing editing getting these books ready is just completely dominating my working time and I that probably means I need to organize my time a little bit better to make time to get some more training done so if there's a learning point for this quarter, I think that's probably it. Schedule, try and find some time to schedule time to learn because it's all important stuff. But I'm always prioritizing writing and editing and getting the books ready. And that's really, if there's a inverted commas, a failure in this quarter, I would say that's what it's been. So I, I'm quite happy with that for quarter two. That feels pretty productive. Uh, you know, over a couple of quarters, we've we've got the the books written and ready and ready to go out. They they can just sit there over summer, and at some point they can go on pre-order. So, you know, I'm happy with that because I'm not I'm not working full time as an author. Uh, trying to balance what I'm doing as an author with uh, sort of leisure life uh, as well. Uh, so I feel like we've had a really good balance from a personal point of view. I'm happy with that. Looking ahead then to quarter three, so this is going to take us through July, August and September, and th these are the months that I don't travel. So I, when I when I go travelling abroad, it's too hot for me abroad now, and also everybody's just about to go abroad for the summer holidays, so I, I like to avoid the crowds entirely. So this is the time of year when we don't travel abroad. Uh, we are going to do some travel, but we won't be travelling. Well, it's a bit abroad, I suppose. We're going on a boat. But I'll tell you about that in a moment. Let's do the work stuff first. In quarter three, then, in terms of my trilogy, all the three books should have had a beta, final beta read by me at the beginning of July. So the books can be released to beta readers. I'm probably going to go uh, August 1st, September 1st, October 1st. That's probably when I'm going to release the books to beta readers. I'm just bumping it, uh, you know, kicking the can down the road, making it later rather than sooner. So again, at the end of this quarter, if everything goes to plan, all three books will have had those beta reader corrections and changes made. All three books will get that kind of final pre-release check. That'll be my final read. I'll literally just read it as a reader just to make sure I haven't messed anything up or introduced any errors. And the first book is, is currently scheduled for release uh, on October the 1st, which is the beginning of quarter four. That's when we're, so we've got a whole quarter before these books are going to be released. Now, I would like to start sending update emails to my list. And this is another failure, huge failure this year. If you think that we're, we're almost at the end of month six of this year, and I said to you right at the beginning of the year that I hope to be sending email, email updates all through the year, complete failure with that. It doesn't really matter too much, but it, I, I know I should be doing the emails, but um, nobody's going to die as a result of it. And I'm still in plenty of time to do work on my email list prior to the launch. And as you know, I've got that Crave Books promo uh, pending, and I'm hoping I'm just waiting at the time of recording this for Book Sweeps to announce some new promos. I just actually missed the the suspense and thriller one that I would have liked to have got in. It was full up before I could get in, but I think they're just about to release some new ones. So I should be hopping on those if they've got one in my genre. So I am going to give my list, if I can, a bit of a boost before uh, I actually start to release those books. 
and I know really that I've got to send the the update emails at the very latest one month before I start to release book one just to get everybody warmed up so I, I know I've got it to do but I think really in terms of clearing my head I think that once I know that the books are good to go once I know they're there and I'm happy they're all ready and really I'm just I need book three to come back from Claire and for me to do my pre-arc edits on that when I've got to that stage that'll be it that's the work done the whole trilogy is ready to go I'll create the the box set ready for January and the whole thing then can run an automatic I could list the pre-sales and then start building it all up with the email so I think that's really the dependencies as far as, far as that is concern so once book three is back from clear and release that's probably going to be done by mid-july i would guess that's when i can start to think seriously about emails and things like that so that's all very exciting as you know i could have got those books out much faster they probably could have been out well i could have been releasing them now if i'd wanted to but uh, i i intentionally chose to take my time with those books this year and uh that's because I'm selling I've got so much back catalogue now I could be selling that back catalogue making my income there's no rush for me at all to release those new books so here's something that I haven't told you that I'm going to let you know I don't think I've mentioned this at all so far I have actually also been working on my first draft of the book that is called or was called End of Men now this is my my sci-fi dystopian book it's uh, not sort of thrills spills an adventure like my my previous sci-fi is this is a slightly more cerebral sci-fi book and uh, it's something that I really would like to write and I, I wrote I think it was about nine chapters I think of the first draft and then read it back and gave it to my wife to read and realized that uh, it was off course it was not I was not happy with the style of it at all I was trying to be too literary isn't the word but I was trying to be posher than I would normally write and my wife read it and said just just write how you normally write don't don't try and be anything that you're not and so what I've done is I've gone back to that book and I've re-edited it and I, I actually put it into a living writer and this is why I'm a bit frustrated that I've I've feel like I've been a bit let down with living writer because of the chapters all getting mixed up uh, that's very annoying for me because I was quite happily writing and editing this book in, in Living Writer. So what I did is I went through the first nine chapters, I read them, I've rewritten them, I've got the style much better th than, than it was and I'm happy with it now. Now that book is planned, that 90k book is planned, so I do really want to get back to that book and I would really like to finish that book as well. And it's interesting, while we were in Rotterdam, we went to this huge indoor market it was massive and it's funny as we were standing in front of it I said to my wife that's exactly where I want the the people in my book that's the kind of place that they live in it's like a it's like a massive kind of canopy pod affair where you could live in the sides of the building and then down on the floor level and there's there's actually underfloor levels as well they've got uh, markets and trading areas and living areas and things like that so I took lots of photos of that while we were in Rotterdam and thought wow in terms of me visualizing where these people live in my book that that's exactly I say it's exactly obviously it needs plenty of adaptions for my book but in terms of the shape the size just the whole layout of the thing that's exactly what I'm picturing in my book so 
the the book has legs i'm happy with it now it's been re-edited i've just really reverted to my my normal style without all the the flowery extra bits that i really shouldn't have put on it's just much more direct and just get on with it and i would really like to i'd really like to i hope i can find some time to to chug this book along because i do as i said i think it's got legs now i'm not i don't think i'm going to call it end of men anymore and if I do release it, I will probably release it under a genderless author name because it's quite a quite a controversial or to and topical uh, talking point. Um, so it'll have a different title. Uh, it won't. It probably won't use any of my existing author names. It'll just be a genderless author name um, with just some initials and probably a surname that I made up when I do it. So I won't. Uh, it, de it depends how it ends up, and I'll get a, pe a couple of people to read it. And see what they think of it whether it's you know too controversial but I, I i'll make my decision about that later but definitely after doing the work on that book that is definitely a project that i would like to take forward i'm just not quite sure where it's going to sit in terms of my schedule just yet in terms of travel for quarter three the the next i said we weren't going abroad but uh, we're going we are going to the isle of man which is a ferry trip so we're going to drive down to morecambe and we're going to catch the the ferry from uh, Hesham, and we can go to the Isle of Man there. So we're going to go. Uh, it's just a short uh, sailing to the Isle of Man. We're going to stay there. I can't remember how many nights we're staying there for. One or two, I think, maybe two nights. We're going to do a park run while we're there, uh, have a look around, obviously, and then come back on the ferry. So that's just a short side trip. I'm going to go to Morecambe to have lunch with John and Claire Cronshaw. So John has been a long-term friend of the podcast and a, a writer colleague for a long time. And Claire, as you know, is now editing my books. So I wanted to take uh, John and Claire out for lunch as a thank you for editing the books. And we'll be doing that in a couple of weeks time as well. And we're going to Blackpool uh, for my, I say for my wife's birthday, we're going for an adventure there. And we're going to do, I'm going to do a 10K run and she's going to do a 5K run. And those runs are along the seafront. So I think they've just got the, uh, they put the, what are they called? The illuminations up. They call it Run the Lights, this event. So we're going to run the lights. So I'm doing 10, she's doing five. And uh, we're going to obviously stay in the Blackpool area while we're there now my don't tell meg series is based in the blackpool area i used to work there many years ago when i was a financial sales rep that was that used to be my patch and uh, so i've got a lot of affection for blackpool and so we're going to stay there and fit in a run while we're there and, oh and the blackpool park run too while we're there so uh, we're going to get a lot done in uh, a short visit but those are the those are the, the travel plans for that uh, quarter i don't think we'll be doing anything else because you're into august and you're into uh, you're into september and uh, and, and obviously the, the end of july you're into school holiday time and i just like to avoid that entirely as far as travel is concerned and our isle of man, man trip takes place between the tt races which is where all the motorcyclists go over to the isle of man and it takes uh, we, we do it before the schools break up um, so so we're, we're trying to time everything especially you know to miss the crowds and then we'll let some get out of the way and then we'll think about what travel is coming next uh, as we head to uh, sort of Christmas and New Year. I've got lots of runs coming up <laughs> probably too many runs to be honest with you I've got something called the Kirkbride 10k booked I've got the CF 5k series which is five 
uh, no, three more runs around the park in the city. Uh, they're a month apart, and they're on. I think they're on Wednesday evening, so they're just nice runs, and it's nice to see everybody out there. I've already mentioned the Blackpool Run, the Lights 10k. Uh, we've got the Park Run in Lytham St Anne's. We may have one in Troon. We're just trying to organise another visit up to Scotland, so we may do a Park Run in Troon as well. But our travels over summer will be local and within this country they won't be abroad so uh, it's quite likely that we'll do a lot of other traveling to other places in the country uh, but we won't be going abroad the, the only time we'll be traveling is isle of man in terms of jumping on a boat or a plane marketing wise well everything's just going to chug along nicely i mean book bub i just keep going 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 as i've said to you previously i suspect that what will happen is i'll I'll just keep getting knockbacks. I mean, you never know, but I, I expect to just keep getting knockbacks until I start releasing the new books. And then because they're fresh and newly released, uh, hopefully BookBub will give me a promo then. But I won't start applying for BookBub promos until I've got all three books out. So that'll be sort of December, January, uh, January of next year, December of this year, uh, because there's no point. There's no point me putting book one for free unless I can make money from books two and three and or the box set so I'll, I'll wait till all the products are out and then i'll start to submit that to bookbubs as far as facebook is concerned i shall just carry on as i am with that because that's chugging along bringing in income and profit and then with amazon hopefully some ads progress hopefully i will sit down and concentrate but how many times have you heard this <laughs> don't hold your breath with the amazon ads and then as far as the podcast is concerned, uh, I'm not going to say anything about that this week. I will update you on the podcast in next week's season finale. So that is it for now. Thank you very much for listening. On next week's final episode of season five, I will bring you up to date with self-publishing show live events and the latest writing and editing news and what's going to happen next. So that is it for this week's show. Thank you as ever for listening. I hope you have a great week of writing. And from me, Paul Teague, it's bye-bye for now.